<laughs> Hello. Take two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> we are uh, testing some things out. So. Yeah, testing some new streaming services. So let us know if you can hear us all right, if everything's good. Um, Logan's looking at LinkedIn. It's telling us that we're streaming in too high of quality on LinkedIn. But it's pretty cool. This new service, it allows us to stream on um, like Facebook, YouTube, all this stuff all at the same time because we used to have to stream it on Facebook, go live with you guys, and then download it and then upload it to YouTube. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're trying something new. Yeah. We sound really good. Thanks. We also have like individual mics now. <laughs> Logan's got the setup for us. Yeah, we're trying to make it a little bit better for you guys, even though there's a lot of testing. <laughs> a lot of testing. Good morning, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you saw that short little clip, that was a whoops. Because <laughs> before you could like hit live, but it wouldn't really go live until you hit it again. And now it just uh, goes live. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. Good morning. Um, so if you haven't filled out your March Madness brackets on, there's a link on Facebook. I think you got an email too. Today is the last day to do that. And once the bracket closes, you'll only be able to vote. So voting starts tomorrow for your favorite flavors. And I think there's four or five rounds and it will just fill out each you know section of the bracket. So go ahead and get that done. And if your bracket gets the most points, which there's actually a rank and a point. So as we go through the voting rounds, you'll be able to know where you're ranking at. Um, whoever wins is gonna win a super awesome prize that is yet to be determined, but we promise it's gonna be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm then we'll, excited to see who yeah. the winner is. I'm excited to see who the winner is. Well, and then we can pull other people who, maybe your bracket didn't do the best, but you still pick like the winning flavor and oh. we'll do prizes there too. Good morning, Jennifer. Go Logan. You that sound very clear. Facebook user. They must be like on privacy or something. I don't, I know. don't know. Who are you, Facebook user, that says you sound very clear? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Um, so on top of that today is our Women's Day sale. So go check that out. I think it's like 25% through the 10th. And that it's International Women's Day. So we're just celebrating being women-owned and run. And that's kind of cool. But what we're really talking about today is coffee sourcing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Brett and Logan do all of the coffee sourcing for yep. us at the company. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to you guys and explain a little bit more about how we do that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to leave it to Brett. He's been doing <laughs> this a lot longer than I have, to be fair. Yep. Um, I just really check the quality and everything of the coffee and make sure it's good when it comes in. But he orders it and does all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Logan does make sure that the coffee that we're choosing that he's uh, offering up for me to choose is quality that we um, accept. Well, because so, we get books. I mean, yeah. we get books of thousands of types of coffee from all different countries all over the world and then from there we have to narrow it down yeah be, well and that's like we were talking about it earlier and it's yeah the, these books and it's like we have all these different coffees but it's like there might only be 30 or 40 bags available for the whole year yeah. and it's like well we go through 
easily over a million pounds every year. So 30 to 40 bags, like 150 pound bags, that's not gonna last us very long. And so we kind of got to source product that we can get quantities of. And yeah. not only quantities of, that's like the top tier, yeah. right? Yeah, specialty grade. So obviously there's a grading scale for coffee. Um, and we will only take, uh, I don't know if they've changed it recently, but it was grade A before. I think it's still the same as, is that still the grading scale? Well, it depends on the country and yeah. everything else, but so there's size grading and then like in Kenya, they grade it with a letter that determines the size. It's all based on size essentially. Yeah, so we have to get the right grading. We have to make sure they have enough. And then every country, as we've talked about before, just based on their soil or how the coffee's grown is gonna have a different taste profile. So we have to make sure that what we're buying matches the taste profile that we're looking for. Yep. So it's not like we always just use a uh, Brazilian coffee if a Brazilian coffee doesn't taste right. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah, and that's the thing with a with a living organism that that we're using is is there is going to be some small differences or possibilities for small differences just because the it was grown at a different time of year or something or grown or a different yeah, area of different brazil, area of brazil or yep. yep thousands of variables that contribute to it sure and then we have to be careful too because coffee is a commodity um so yep. kind of like anything else the market goes up and down based on supply and demand and so if a country has a freeze or yep. a bug infestation or anything crazy we have to be watching very carefully to make sure that we can still get the crop that we need yeah so currently um hawaii had went through um a bug infestation in the kona region um so it got a little scarce for a little bit but we were able to keep our stock up uh Luckily yeah. for us, yeah, we were, yeah. yeah, barely. Yeah. It went, it went got a on tight. and offline yep. a couple of times. Season, we got a little tight on us. Yeah, um, it's like, so I don't know, can we get a bag? I think the last report is that has turned around significantly, that situation, so that's good. Um, you always got to watch the frost and the, and the possible droughts in Brazil, with Brazil being roughly 75% of the production of commercial coffee um, in the world, so they kind of dictate where where everything's going to be for the year and if they have a if they have a slow year we we kind of have to uh make sure that we stock up early so that way we just have it available is the thing so we we have to buy contracts of it like a like a normal trader from a trading company and there's not actually that many companies that we can go through to buy the contracts uh so it gets it gets a little interesting but so we got to play harvest season is usually towards the end of the year, around the winter, with most of it being grown in the southern hemisphere. So the harvest season's right around our winter time. How far out do we buy contracts for? So we try not to go out too far just because you want to make sure that you can still get um, the current crop. So it's uh, like six months? Yeah, no, like... uh, usually, yes, nine months. I try not to go out over a year unless um, we buy futures. So then there's contracts and there's futures. Now we're getting into some, you know, right. a little bit more like detail stuff. So those are not actually specific to coffee. Those are just you are able to buy something at a price. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have those. So that way it's like we have the ability to get coffee when it's available. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and I mean, coffee from... They're selling it from the time they're what planting it, basically planning yes. on a harvest. Yes, exactly. And then the harvest takes months. I mean, it can take what six to eight months to get to New York from the time it starts growing. 
Oh, yeah, oh, from the time yeah. it starts that growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So most of the product, I would say, what? Yeah. If the comments, starts, you have to scroll down to see comments. Starts picking in uh, September, October, and a lot of it's not coming until January, February, March, and that's when it starts getting picked right. in September, yeah. October. Right. Yeah. So it takes significant dry. planning to make sure that we have beans in the building that are from the crop that we selected and that we want. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, it's actually a really cool process yeah the process of from seed to cup is just a really it is. cool it's process fascinating yeah. oh go march madness okay and the restream chat thing it's supposed to pull all the comments in and we felt like we were missing a comment so logan's clicking around trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out what comment yeah, we were we missing <laughs> right <laughs> no look i mean coffee sourcing is fascinating and then uh we work we don't really work directly with farms we, no. we go through a broker yep. um and part of that is just the shipping and customs logistics honestly that's what most of it is yeah yeah so, um we have the ability to send someone to the farms if we if we choose well we've been we've yep. been to the Lamanita farm yep. um we can go to the farms but still the buying of coffee is easier yeah through a broker yeah and then they you know they test it they cup it and then they give us the notes on it so we know um what what their notes are what the tastes are of it and how they how yeah. their opinion of it which is, sure. is always nice well and then we can get samples for yep. cupping and then we test it when it comes in when it actually arrives at the building to make sure it is what we ordered yeah it's like a science experiment too yeah yeah, yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah. yeah and hopefully in the future we do get to a point where we're going to visit the farms but i know i don't have time for right that, so. oh but no jennifer that, that yeah. the decisions in the march madness bracket can be hard i'm not gonna lie <laughs> uh branson felt the same way filling it out he's like but i want this one to win but i like this one I'm like i don't that's know why it's, that's why it's super interesting because then you go think what is my favorite flavor and then it's, oh yeah i, I go i want to say oh it's blueberry or michigan cherry but then it's like oh but i like caramel vanilla right latte. and i like yeah well and it just it like I did it in alphabetical order, and then I didn't realize that's how it would match up against each other. But I'm like, there's no fair way to do it. No, 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 no. fair way. No, it's not like they got ranked. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next year we can rank them kind of like based, based off, off the rank this, this year. year. Yeah. That's what we should do. Um, so we should have taken a vote beforehand to give them rank. To give them like rank the levels. Well, that's what we're gonna do through the voting. So then next year we can do that from the rankings of this year. Yeah. Okay. Year one, we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is difficult, though. Yeah. She's like, I'm dying right now. I know, just wait till voting starts. Then it's going to be even more tough. <laughs> Has it not started? Oh, no. Uh, no, the brackets. They have until tonight at midnight to fill out their brackets. And then the bracket, like, will close. So you won't be entered in the contest. You can oh, still I vote. Go do that. Yeah, you better go do that. <laughs> yeah. Get your you bracket doing? filled out. Um, so and then back the to. Goes <laughs> to see who. To see, see to see how it goes up. down the bracket, yeah. Yep. Love it. Yeah. So I know we talked a lot about, you know, how we source the coffee. Yep. Where do we source our coffee from? What what countries do we use? I mean, pretty much all of them. So there's quite a few countries that we use. Our biggest, um, our biggest quantities are probably going to be from the countries of Brazil, Honduras, um, El Salvador, Vietnam. Colombia, Vietnam. Yeah, a lot of Central and South American, but we do have some African Asian countries. We get some Kenyan coffee yeah. um, from Kenya, from Ethiopia. Actually, yeah, Ethi Sum where's the Sumatra, Sumatra from? 
Indonesia. Indonesia. Yep. Okay. okay. Well, then you've got Hawaii. Yep. Obviously, Hawaii. that's where and then Kona, Jamaica. Jamaica. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the Jamaican comes in these cool barrels. Oh, yeah. Awesome barrels. Yeah. So all the other coffee comes in just like the canvas, right? It's called burlap. canvas. Burlap. There burlap you go. Sacks. Yep. The burlap sacks. And they're 150 pounds in a burlap sack. Like, I can barely nudge these things. They're <laughs> so heavy. Yep. Um, who was it? They were unloading the coffee truck and one of the bags was like falling off the front and I was walking by and they're like, hey, can you push that back on? I was like, maybe. I don't know. No. I did. I did it. Oh, did you, that's <laughs> yeah. what mom and Patty tried to help us one day and yeah. Yeah. they realized that they can't do that. No. <laughs> no. no, they're super, no. super heavy. No, our team does an amazing job getting those beans off that truck. It's not an easy, easy task. And uh, Yeah, well, the beans, so um, when you order like container loads of stuff, especially when it's coming from other countries, it's typically floor loaded. Yeah. So, you know, when you see all those videos of trucks, fork trucks pulling up to trucks and they're pulling off pallets, no. No, no it's straight on the floor. Yep. So you have to pick it up and put it onto pallets. Yep. Um, that's how our coffee comes every week. That is how... Uh, There's roughly about 300 bags in each Yeah, truck, all each our truck. gift yeah. set packaging comes floor loaded. A lot of times, like when we order mugs, they come yep. floor loaded. <laughs> yeah. It's... It's a lot of fun, and it's just so that they can maximize the container space. So I, yeah, I get yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. But with, with coffee, um, if you get it floor loaded, you can just get more. In yeah, it too. more like in the truck. Sure. In yeah, the truck. it's it's quite a few more bags you can get on the truck, and that's what's big for us because. Uh, yeah. It keeps, it keeps well, fewer a, a fewer trucks flow. moving yeah. in yep. and out, and we get what about a truck a week? Almost. Yeah. I would say we probably get anywhere between. 45 to 50 a year so almost a truck a week yeah. okay and yeah. how many bags come on the truck 300 300 yeah yeah it's a lot oh, 300 bags my. i mean give or take a few bags depending on the weight because there's actually a weight limit not a bag limit oh okay. yeah 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 they can't do more yeah, than if there wasn't a weight limit we could probably get a thousand bags of coffee on a truck Cause you can, yeah because what they're stacked three high only right uh, yeah but four or five lifting that high would be so dangerous oh, yeah. it'd yes. be so dangerous yes they have cool equipment that you can get but um it's still manually operated kind of equipment. Oh, yeah. sure. There you got it. Uh, well, probably kind of what D uses for yeah, the roaster for where the he roaster. hooks it up yep. and then it like kind of brings it over and assists him in moving yeah. it. The only yep. real solution is getting silos and like an open truck where all the bags are cut open. Somehow it's super already. sack. Oh, yeah. Super yeah. They're 2,000 yeah. pound bags. I don't think yeah. we're that big yet. No. Not yet. But it is. It's cool. I mean, I didn't realize that coffee was almost traded like it was part of the stock market. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah. I, I just thought you could what, what contact movie? a manufacturer and buy it. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. It, it is a little different. Yeah, we can't just, I mean, there is companies that you can just go buy green coffee from, but that doesn't work. It's not, sure. but they're doing the same thing that we're doing to get it to sell it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's like, what was that movie um, with Dan Aykroyd where they're selling oranges, trading spaces? Oh. They're selling oranges and everyone's, and that was when you realized everything's traded on the market like a commodity, yeah, like a, like a stock. I had coffee, no clue. And yeah. coffee is the second largest legally traded commodity <laughs> behind oil. Yeah, it's legal <laughs> in some states. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm not sure why they add legally into the definition. <laughs> I'm going to claim innocence here. Uh, so, yeah, that's super cool. Um 
Anything to add about sourcing coffee? Do you guys have any questions about sourcing coffee? I mean, do you, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of just interesting the way we get it. Um, Cause we're in a position where we can buy it like we do, like we buy futures and other things. But a lot of the smaller companies have to buy it from a company that buys futures and then they have to buy it in like one bag amount. So yeah, it's kind of different than most of the coffee places, um, how we get it and how we manage coffee. Because they probably don't want a 150 pound bag. Like the smaller yeah. roasters don't want 150 no, pounds. No, they can't go through the coffee like we How many bags can we fit in our roaster? We can fit four bags. Okay. Um, four we bags. only roast three bags at a time, though. Why? Uh, just roast better. Just Faster. control. Yeah. More control. Yeah, more okay. Control Good morning, Charles. Here. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> I wish you had questions, though. I want to make sure we're answering all your questions. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's just a fascinating process. So you put a coffee order in, right? Yeah. And you say, I need these kinds of coffee because you're looking at the orders. You know what you need to make. And then it goes to you. Yep. And you make sure that we have the futures. The contracts. The contracts. Yep. So it's your job to manage the contracts yep. and be looking at the market and buy when it's low, right? Yep. So yep. what happens if we forecasted that we needed this much Brazil coffee and then you're like, whoa, we don't need that much Brazil coffee? Oh, that leads into what Bill just asked. Do you oh, ever that's have really to funny. That's exactly so, what I'm asking. Um, yeah. How does that so, work? Okay, so we contract the coffee. So each coffee contract is for 37,500 pounds of whatever types of coffee. So I can mix and match the types of coffee for a contract. Um, and usually you have a pickup month. Okay. So like this, is, this coffee will be available in, let's say, April of 2023. So that's when I can start picking it up. Okay. If we don't take it all by the end of the pickup month, they just charge a small interest fee for storage because the okay. coffee is stored in a in a climate controlled warehouse at the port okay yeah so they charge an interest charge for storage or whatever yep. but then say it's like no this is still way too much can we like release contracts or sell back contracts? we can sell back contracts so we okay. actually um have done that before mm -hmm. um obviously uh in 2020 there was a, a huge downturn in in business yeah and uh, we did actually have to uh sell back some contracts we were able to uh we were actually able to not have to like lose money or anything. On okay, because you nice. sell yeah. them back for the current market yes. value. Yes, which yep. isn't always nope advantageous. Which isn't always advantageous. Yeah, whatever we have it contracted at is our price, and we can sell it. Um, well, actually, our broker sells it for us. We right. we cannot sell the contract. Right. Really. Yeah, but the broker sells it for us. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're able to do that because there's always people that are um, looking for extra contracts of coffee, it seems like. Well, didn't we just have a problem? Was it Jam Jamaican? And they're like, this is, or it was Kona, wasn't it? Yep. And they're like, this is all we have. Yep. If you want it, you better get an order in yep. now. Yep. And then there's been times too where they'll, they'll call us and they'll be like, hey, like how often, like how quick do you think you're going to go through this? And so we'll talk about it and they'll be like, because like, I need like 50 bags to give to a client, but I'll replace them with fresher stuff as soon as it comes in in this month. And then I'll look at it and, you know, it, it's actually, it's nice to have that trading partnership. We've been with them since long before I hired in. Right. I think we've been working with the same person 
for over 20 years. Well, and that's another benefit of using a broker too, is if we get in a pinch and need something, they can go to another client yes, and be like, yes. hey, they really need this, but I'll get you yep, something. Yep. So it's it's really uh, it's really interesting and it's been it's been a good for us, so. Yeah, it yeah. has been. Yeah. It's, they We've worked with them as long as I yeah. know. Aren't they the ones that send the really cool Christmas gift yes. too yeah. every year? Yep, every year. So they send, it's always like a tech gift of some sort, but there's a letter that comes with it. Yep. And the letter is Brett's favorite part of yeah, the gift. Yeah, I don't gift. want the gift. I want the letter because the letter is from, um, from the founder and he talks about a prediction for the next year for the coffee. And then he also goes through his last year's prediction to see how close he was yep. and gives his insights. And that's the most interesting thing to be able to get the insights from someone who's been in the business for 40 50 years yeah to just be able to get his insights on a yearly basis is is, is he usually pretty like close yeah, honestly yeah he's really close most of the time which, oh that's, so that's why i cool. like it so much because the first few years i was like man he was really close like he's right <laughs> on i was like Oh, I love this letter. Yeah. yeah. So it it uh it gets us uh kind of gets me thinking about our next year too. Sure. Because obviously we have uh, the type of business where in the winter we do a lot more business yeah. than we do during certain times sure. of the year. So we always have to make sure that we're ready for that, and we have the con the coffee available and in the building, and you know, so that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, it's cool. So where does I know we use a broker for like all the normal coffee. How do we get the decaf coffee here? Because I know it's decaffeinated in Canada. Yes. So that is, we still get that through the broker, but that is a is a much longer process. Okay. So because the coffee comes in obviously not decaf, decaffeinated. Right, yeah. Right? It's, yeah. It's, there's caffeine in coffee. So whenever we get close, um, we I talk with the broker and then we contract it and he has to send the whole lot to the Swiss water, water. process company okay. um, in, I believe it's Vancouver. And then they go through their decaffeination process and then it sends back. And that takes about three months. Does it months. go back to the broker directly to us? No, it goes back to the broker. And then, so that way we don't have to take all 300 bags I, of it okay. in at once. I yep. wonder, cause I didn't yep. feel like we were getting different trucks for decaf. Nope, nope. it goes back to the warehouse where, um, where the climate controlled warehouse where our coffee is stored at. And then we can order it when when we need it. Cool. I think it's funny how, I mean, I've worked here for over 10 years, been involved in the business my entire life. Yeah, right. And I still have so many questions about what's going on. I'm like, I've just never been that involved in the sourcing process. Like you hear tidbits, right? And yeah. you kind of see stuff, but until you do it. Yeah, coffee's kind of cool too. I like the warehouses, how like all the brokers kind of put all their stuff together in a warehouse. That way when we do need to trade things or get a different coffee or like that didn't meet our quality so it needs to stay back and we'll sell the contracts to someone else like it's all in the same warehouses so they always pick up from the same place and these have to be like very um temperature controlled warehouses and moisture controlled warehouses yep. yeah because coffee has to sit at a certain moisture content or it will mold and we have yeah. we've had or that get happen too, or get too dry and yep. then it like almost has no flavor. Yeah, I kind of think of it as, you know when you um, dehydrate fruit <laughs> and if you dehydrate it too much, right, it's yeah. gross. Yep. And if you don't dehydrate it enough, it's gross. Yep. <laughs> so it's kind of the coffee bean has to stay in that range or it will, well, first of all, it can mold. Yeah. Um, and we have gotten a paladin and it's like 
whoa, this yep. smells like mold. You got to take it back. Something happened. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Or situations where actually a truck pulled up to the broker and the truckers are, you know, third-party contractors and the trucks smelt bad. And they wouldn't put the coffee on the truck. No, which and was which, great. We, happy, we don't like, want yeah, the coffee on yes. the truck. Um, it is like a sponge almost. Yeah. Kind of. It does absorb. Yeah. Um, it does absorb uh, other scents and things. So, yep. so we have yeah. to take great care for the coffee, even in transit, um, while it's, you know, sitting at their warehouse waiting for us to get yep. it. Yep. There's a lot of uh, factors that go into it. Pretty crazy. Yep. So, what kind of moisture content does coffee need to sit at? Uh, we like it to be in between 11 and 13 percent. Um, it can get as low as nine, and it's still. And fine. our coffee scientist knows how to test it to make sure that we're in the right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Logan um, over here tests it all. But when it gets under nine, like it's really, it just means it's old. So it's been sitting in the warehouse for a couple of years. Yeah, which is not good. Best crop, and they'll actually, they'll like try and sell it for cheaper. Yep. Well, yep. and we do yeah. moisture content tests just to make sure that nothing got mixed up in the warehouse or we didn't get a batch we weren't expecting to get. Yeah, at least the bags the bags are labeled very well most of the time. Uh, every once in a while, it is a burlap sack, so it'll rip open and they'll have to rebag it at the warehouse yeah. or something so they yeah. can get a different bag. But they're marked with the year that the crop is, yep. um, where what country it's from, obviously. Usually and then they a all have beautiful graphic. And, yeah. Usually there's beautiful artwork the on from, the bags. The one from the ones that come from the Costa Rica farm that we get direct. No, those ones we get direct from the farm. Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah so well, those we ones we get direct from the, the farm. Yep. Yeah, we work with the co-op for those. Yep. So we talk with uh, with them right directly there, and the, um, their bags come with some nice artwork. And that's on it. the Lamanita. Oh, yes, the yep. Lamanita one has like a nice like coffee leaf, like branch on it with the the cherries and the yes, berries on it yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, we tried to, um, at one point we listed the burlap bags for sale because we have so many burlap bags. Like if yeah, you're local and you need burlap bags. Yeah, for gardening, yeah, whatever. Yeah, for anything. Come on we and seriously have tons of them all the time. We used to donate them to Salvation Army and they stopped taking them. I think them, that I think. there was yeah. too many. I don't yeah. think they could take anymore. We were giving them pallets of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so we tried to ship them, but honestly, they, they are kind of big. Like you could only fit a couple in the box. and They're, they're big so and heavy. Dirty, like yeah. burlap bags, just make you so messy. But I use them in my garden. I use them as a weed barrier, and then they kind of break down over time. So then you don't get that weird black yep. plasticky stuff. I know my neighbor asked for some too, because when it gets towards winter, if you put them over like the rose bushes and stuff, it well, they're good for um, like if you wanna if you wanna like plant a tree or something, they're good yeah. for like starting it in there, because then you can put the burlap sack in the ground with it, and it'll just you know. And you don't yeah. have to worry about it, and then the tree can grow. Yeah, so if you're a local or ever up in the area and need some burlap sacks, just <laughs> just know that it's going to make your car a mess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we have them. Lots yeah. of them. Lots, Lots of them. Of them. So with many. cool pictures. And, yeah, yeah, I wish we had a good use. If anybody has a good idea or a good use, let us know. I mean, we go We've through tried for, 300 tried, a week. <laughs> yeah, my dad has tried for 10-plus years to find a good use for them. Yeah, yeah. besides getting them putting a nice one up on a wall somewhere right yeah. it looks nice i mean yeah. yeah yeah gardening is all i can think of and i mean we can't guarantee that you're gonna get pretty ones. that's the other problem yeah. right <laughs> and they are cut on one side yep, yep. for the bean so we could yeah yeah but so if you have a good solution for burlap sacks let yeah, us know love suggestions <laughs> yeah um 
any other things that go into sourcing that you think are I know you guys are like the experts, so it's, I feel like it's hard for you to yeah. break it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know how that happens yeah, where you're like, yeah. I don't even know what people don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, no, I just like, I think like, I, like I've said, the process is just crazy how much goes into our morning cup of coffee. It is. Right? It is crazy. I mean, it's over a year of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone picking the beans and... Well, growing the tree takes yeah. three to five years. And then picking the, and then picking the beans. Yep, the fruit and then and drying it. Yeah, and... sorting them, drying them, bagging them, getting them here. Checking and then them for quality so they can be sorted sure. into the correct batches. And yeah. And then we have to roast it and not yeah. mess it up. Yeah. And then you have to brew it and not mess it up. Yeah. It is pretty crazy. It's a lot of work. And what, you get a pound of coffee a tree? Yep. Yeah. So. Coffee. <laughs> The whole tree. And, and so in some of the specialty grade coffees that are, you know, going to be your higher graded stuff are grown at high, high altitudes. Yeah. So like the coffee in Jamaica, the blue mountain we get is is literally grown on the side of a mountain. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I mean, you're not taking machines up there and machine picking them. No, they're yeah. lifting people up on ropes. Yep, exactly. So it's it's a little uh, it's it's a little I don't know. It's a little crazy to is think about any of our coffee machine picked. Brazil, maybe, but we buy such a high quality. I don't know if it really is. I don't, yeah. I'm I not think it's more commodity sure. grade yeah. stuff that's done like that. Because it's still higher elevation than the commodity. Yeah. Because of the quality we buy. So. And that's like more Robusta coffee. or Well, I, mean, I know there's some really nice Robustas. Too, most though. of our coffees are going to be in between 1,200 and 1,500. I'm pretty sure they did meters on our contracts is what yeah. we see. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and then some of them are a little bit higher elevation, but those are going to be your your real specialty. So grade. when you source coffee, that you literally are sourcing. I want stuff grown between this and this elevation. Well, they they let us know. It says on the contract, right, oh, okay. like where it's at, and I get to pick. Yeah, we get to pick contract. We get to pick the lot. So yeah, yeah. we get to choose. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, if you really wanted, you could fly over there when they're picking and go through all of the farms. We could do whatever we wanted. Yes, yeah. and then be like th lots. that, like lot number nine seven zero four three. We want that lot. We want nine hundred bags of that lot, and they will put them aside for us. We yeah. could do that. That would be that would be obviously Logan's dream. He's been talking well, about it for yeah. years. And, <laughs> and I will say, when we were a newer company working with this broker, I believe we used to do a lot more of that. But they know what we like. Yep. They know what we're expecting. Exactly. They know That's what, what I was going to say. Yeah, we've worked so, with them for so long. It's like I don't really get offered contracts that are out of what we normally would expect. Yeah. So if we want something different, we can ask always, right? Right. And um, go test it out and go check it out. But I mean, he's got such a good handle on what we are looking for yeah that and we don't have to quality check him that hard usually. and it's like the same farms too you know we're like we've worked we mm -hmm. bought stuff from the same farms so they know to expect like the quantity that we need and whatever brokers he's bought from the same places yeah yeah they've they've cultivated great relationships with the farms and the and the warehouses pretty much and we get to piggyback off that and it's great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It is cool. All right, well, I hope you guys thought that was interesting. Let us know if you have any questions, suggestions, want to hear more. Um, don't forget to fill out your brackets. Yeah. And also, there's a sale today. So enjoy. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah.